Hey, welcome to the C Team, the podcast where we talk about a different topic each week. My name's Chandler. I'm Kenny. And I'm Jack. And this week's topic is vacations. So, uh, Kenny, I know thanks to the pandemic, uh, how many vacations was it that you you had to cancel? Uh, All of them. Uh, Three. Three in total. I was supposed to go to Germany two months ago. I was supposed to go to uh, Japan in four months. And I was supposed to go to Disney World in six months. And none of those are happening. In other words, about the most exciting year of your life has just suddenly been... No, I am very fortunate to say that this would be far from the most exciting year of my life travel wise. Uh, I've done a lot of traveling. Uh, I don't know exactly what is considered a vacation if if everything I've done can be counted. Uh, But I've I've traveled, uh, you know, not as much as some people, but I've traveled more than I would have expected. I would have uh, say even uh, six years ago. So you peaked and now you're comfortable just staying at home. Um, no, I mean, I uh, I would love to I would love to go on any one of the vacations that I was supposed to go on, but it's just not in the cards this year. So, what are you gonna do, right? This is a good topic. This is a good topic for us <laughs> to cover during a during a, a pandemic where we're all uh, forced to not <laughs> go on vacations. I, I've been thinking about. You know, I I too actually had to cancel a vacation. I had to cancel a trip to Yosemite. I wanted to go there. Um, with a friend and we were supposed to go hiking and do all the Yosemite stuff like the nature stuff but I actually had to cancel that as well um, we didn't mm. even buy tickets but we were I was literally about to right before the pandemic hit and then we both said let's delay it and see what happens with this pandemic and here we are was that going to be like camping or just sort of staying at a place near there uh, we would camp a few days because I think for some of the longer trails you can't do that in one day at least Right. So we would actually try to do a longer trail and camp out one night. Um, and it sounds like a lot of fun because I, I think we're both fairly outdoorsy people. I like camping. Um, so it wouldn't be a big issue for us. Backpacking camping is is pretty fun. More so than I think just driving into a lot and, and camping there. I mean, that can be fun in its own right. But when you're actually just like just walking and then you just decide where to pitch a tent, it's a, it's kind of a different level of, of camping. It's a lot of fun. I definitely enjoyed all of my camping experiences, whether it was like driving up or if we did like any minor backpacking. Um, all of those was just phenomenal. Um, I think just being outdoors. Uh, I know it's ironic as a new, so for someone to who lives in New York right now to say that, but I really do love the outdoors. I don't really get camping. Uh, we we built houses for ourselves, so we didn't need to do that. So I don't really know why people want to, you know, do that. I might like camping if it weren't for all the nature, I guess. Uh, more the, the 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 bugs and animals. I don't need that. I don't like when they're in my house, and I don't want to be in their house. Well, that's part of the the nature. Yeah, exactly. So I guess I don't want to do it. So you I'll like pitch a tent in my then? living room? No, I don't See, like plants the, either. A t- yeah, a tent in the living room. Though, like, I don't think the tent is the favorite part of of most people. I like sleeping in a tent. That, that's that's a lot of fun for me, actually. You do? I get yeah. horrible sleep in a tent, which is probably oh, that's the part of it. Camping. I think that's <laughs> like like the sleepovers like you would have when you're younger. Like it's like getting bad sleep's part of it. Yeah, I think that's part of the experience. Like wait, like going home the next day and like promptly passing out at two p.m. because you didn't get enough sleep the night before and you slept like garbage because like 
you probably didn't sleep in a bed. That's part of the experience. Because there's always that rock that's in your lower back every time, no matter how you orient your tent. I mean, you can get a air mattress. Well, okay, but you can't you can't backpack with an air mattress. You can backpack with a deflated one. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. But maybe I should, since clearly these things bother me. Uh, my dad has a very compact air mattress uh, that I believe he has for camping. It can definitely be done. I'll uh, I'll send you some links. But don't forget, this is this is backpacking where you know everything's got to fit on your back, and you really don't want like any more weight because you already got a couple clothes, some food, your tent. I guess weight would be a bigger factor. It is. It's a little heavy. I I, I guess yeah. I mean, actually, I realized I was just thinking of the ones with the, the built-in pump because I know we have one of those, and it is like, yeah, no, 30 you're pounds. not, you're not taking that. Yeah, no, yeah. that's not going anywhere. Some people have um, foot pumps, so they're like, you just, they're just like rubber, and you can compress. If you step on it, it pushes air in, and then when you stop putting weight on it, it uh, pulls air in from the outside, and then you can just like step pump it like for thirty minutes, and then you'll get an air mattress. I've seen those. Never used one for an air mattress, though. I tried to use one for a, a paddleboard, but that required a lot more pressure. So I don't think it was up to the task, but maybe it'd be fine for an air mattress. I also, in addition uh, to the the argument about houses, uh, we have beds. So we really don't need to go uh, and get an air mattress and sleep in the woods. I just don't get it. What? Okay, so the, the, t- the tent, sleeping in a tent is the worst part of camping, Chandler, you said. So what's the best part? The best part is I'm not I'm not and the delay here is not me being like oh it man sounds like, it sounds like it sounds like you're realizing I'm trying to think that of I'm which right. part because there's several parts that I kind of like I'm trying to figure out which one's my favorite I mean some people would say the shared mutual misery would be the best part because that's a bonding experience spent yeah actually no spending time with people uh without at least when my family does it we we don't use any technology so we try to keep our, our phones away and whatnot so that's nice because it's a lot of time to talk. Also, it, uh, it it fixes your sleep cycle because when when it's late at night, it gets dark earlier than you think. And then you're just sitting around a fire and there's nothing to do but talk. And you get, uh, you get tired like really quickly when there's no artificial light. So that's nice. But it's it's also nice just like cooking your, your meals in a sort of a bare bones setup and then and then just you know hearing hearing the outdoors like all day from dawn to dusk it's it's nice okay so stay home turn off the lights put your phones away and open a window and you've just created the scenario that you've described but the things are at my fingertips and also i'm alone maybe i should go camping alone maybe that'd be fun uh i don't think camping alone is recommended yeah yeah I think the bonding experience for me, at least, has always been like kind of the reason why I like to go camping, like being able to spend time, I think, with my family or with friends and mosquitoes. I'll give you that. Mosquitoes are the worst part of North America outdoors, aside from maybe mountain lions. But those don't really get you in most places. See, my, my thing uh, with, with things uh, having to do with the outdoors, things that are a problem for me, the sun, mosquitoes. Okay, we have answers to those. We have sunscreen and bug repellent. I hate those things too. I don't want to rub lotion on my skin. I don't want to spray myself with something that's going to make me all sticky. Well, I'll just stay in the house. 
I'll eat a pop tart. It's not for I can definitely say it's not for everyone. Like you have to really enjoy that experience to want to do it. When they finally invent some sort of device that will keep mosquitoes off me, I would pay up to like a hundred thousand dollars for that thing. They like, they have whatever the price. They have created that and you can't get it for a hundred thousand dollars, it's called a house. <laughs> and they sell for about a hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> I think. Yeah. They sell for more than that. I, I was hoping know. for like a little laser that shoots them down or like a robotic bug catcher, but I'm, a house is kind of... One of the more newfangled, I think, tech things is the mosquito repellent that uses um, sound. Never heard of that one. Does it work? It's, that feels like something that wouldn't work. You know, I, I'm not sure, but I've definitely seen it advertised online i know that doesn't say very much because everything gets advertised online but yeah. uh it's it's it sounds like an interesting concept uh it sounds like something that big deet might be pretty worried about if it if it actually works so what really defines a vacation i ask because you know for example i studied in scotland for a year that's probably not a vacation right i was there for a year i was enrolled no, in you were there for school. business Right. Was it a vacation when I went back to Scotland to graduate? Uh, keep in mind, so I went back to Scotland to graduate with my family. We also went to London and Liverpool and Wales. Well, that the graduation ceremony was optional attendance, right? So then, yeah, that's a vacation. That's a vac- Okay. Is studying yeah. abroad a vacation? Well, you know, that's kind of funny, actually, because now that I think about it, if if you're like a business person in New York and you like fly to Miami for business... Even if you work both days, like you are in Miami. So it sounds to me like we're a little unclear on what a vacation is. Yeah. What to do with that? I don't know. But it's a, it's a, it's a, it's where we're at. Clearly, we're not very qualified to talk about it if we don't know what it is. I mean, we spent, what, 15 minutes talking about uh, camping instead of vacations which camping is not a vacation jack pull up the merriam-webster definition of vacation please jack i think you're the only one who can type without the mic picking it up and i don't want to deal with can you guys uh, hear me typing at all no Uh, no i don't think so ah okay type away camping definition of camp a place usually away from urban areas where tents or simple buildings such as cabins are erected for shelter or no, for temporary residents. We're looking up vacation. Did I say camping? We want oh. no vacation. <laughs> I was listening and I was like, this sounds an awful lot like camping. Yeah. I was like, wow, it's pretty restrictive. A period spent away from home or business and travel or recreation. Or oh, uh, the alternative definition, a scheduled period during which an activity is suspended. A period of exemption from work granted to an employee. A respite or a time of respite from something. An act or an instance of okay, of hating. We're good. I think we're good. So from the from the first definition, it said that you have to be away from home or business. So I suppose a business trip to Miami is not a vacation. No. So I mean, unless like you intend on not doing business there. Right, but then it wouldn't be a, a business trip. You'd just be the guy who used the company car to go to Miami for no reason, which I aspire to be. <laughs> um. But yeah, Kenny, in that case, I'd call your time in Scotland for your degree definitely a form of business, right? Yeah, I would say that's not a vacation, but there were times when I went on trips while I was there. That's a vacation. 
Jack, can you silence your phone? That wasn't mine. Chandler, can you silence your phone? Uh, my phone is silenced. Kenny, can you silence your phone? <laughs> There's zero chance that was my phone. It's silenced, and I have no notifications. I mean, mine's silent, too. Mine is also silent. I, I don't know. And I also uh, have no notifications. Well, so uh, while I was in uh, Scotland, I took trips. Those would be called vacations. Um, based on the definition, I think that uh, it would be considered a vacation, I suppose, if it were like a weekend trip, right? But is that... That seems weird to me. You well, know? it's away from home. It's away from your home in Scotland. Right. So if I go somewhere for two days, that's a vacation. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. But that actually brings up the question, is a day trip a vacation? I guess You know, so. I, I, was, I was just thinking a about vacation. that. I was like, does, is there a minimum length of time for something to be considered a vacation? I think that's like an interesting... Because like, that's a very thick gray line, right? Between vacation and like day trip. I would argue overnight, but... I, yeah, honestly, I think if someone called a, a day trip a vacation, I'd, I'd, I'd probably think that was pretty odd. Call, call it a daycation. I don't think we need a new word. It sounds by the definition. Like, if I went to your house, Chandler, I'd be on vacation. Mm-hmm. Well, not the moment you set foot in my house. Why you have not? to be here a while, right? What? I don't remember what it says. It says a period, right? So, like, you just need to spend, like, 30 seconds in your house, and that's considered a vacation, I guess. See, I don't like that, because that means going to the grocery store is a vacation, and I don't think that's really fair. <laughs> but you're not doing that for travel. Or you're not doing that for recreation, right? But they said they said home or business, and it's not home, and it's not business. So Surviving is business. Like buying food Survive, Yeah, but what if I go to the corner store for uh, a Laffy Taffy? Then that's a vacation because I don't need that Laffy Taffy. A, a single Laffy Taffy? I was usually, I get more than one Laffy Taffy. I just didn't want to go through what a usual corner store trip is for me. <laughs> Miriam Webster, your definition for vacation is bad. Please uh, let us know once you amend this definition. And if you'd like to sponsor us, uh, feel free, but your definition is bad. Get in line with Quiznos. Quiznos is coming first. We'll mostly criticize you, but if you want to sponsor us anyway, yeah, go for it. It's exposure. What was your uh, your best vacation? Again, it depends what we consider a vacation. Um, <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> my best vacation. When I was in college uh, during... so. We had fall break, and uh, during my sophomore, sorry, junior year's fall break, uh, two friends and I just took a very spontaneous trip to St. Uh, sorry, first to Nashville, and then we went to St. Louis. That was, I think, one of the best because we like we drove. It was very spontaneous, like we had no plans, mm. and I think we did a lot of like very fun stuff that uh, most people wouldn't do, like if they were older and like plan stuff out spontaneous ones are fun and it's always nice when you have like uh, you you can't do a spontaneous vacation i think with just anyone sadly because i think some people uh don't like it when there's no plan but when you're with people who, who are okay with that it's very fun i think my best vacation would be i i had a really good time when i went back to scotland for my graduation uh, it was a good family trip with we went to London and Liverpool, saw a bunch of like Beatles stuff because my parents are like the Beatles, went to Wales. 
Um, but but I think I have to say the first trip I took to Scotland, which was back in 2014, probably makes more fen- more sense to say is my as my best vacation because it really set the ball rolling for for everything else with me really enjoying Scotland and end up going back there for school. Um, so it was it was really uh, it influenced me and it, it it caused me to do other things in my life that I really enjoyed. So I think like taking that into consideration, uh, along with how much I did enjoy the, the trip itself, I think probably my first trip to Scotland was maybe, maybe number one. It's hard to say. I think it's kind of for, uh, unfortunate that, uh, as Americans, we're so isolated from other countries because I think, you know, Europeans and pretty much most of the places in the world, they can just sort of move around a bit and experience a lot of different cultures. But, uh, in the United States, we have Canada, which is pretty much, uh, almost the same as the United States. And then we have Mexico, which is, I, I think it's maybe not safe. I don't want to insult Mexico, uh, but I don't actually remember. Some parts of it are less safe for sure. I, I think that's, that's true. But I also think like that you're, I think the U S does get some credit for being like, it might not be as culturally diverse as Europe, but there are definitely cultural differences between like Northeast, Southeast, Southwest, uh, uh, Northwest. I think there are like cultural, di- slight cultural differences there, and I think the U.S. does have the added benefit of having like, because so much of the mid part of the U.S. is like fairly unpopulated. Um, you do have places like Yosemite, and then you have Yellowstone, places like that that I think are great places to travel to uh, for vacation. It always blows my mind when I see one of those maps for something like you know, how many blockbuster locations there are in the United States. And Nevada has, like, one, like, right in the middle. It's like, (laughs) what is, it's really just nothing out there, huh? Well, I think there might only be one blockbuster location left in the U.S., if that. Yeah, this was at its peak, I should have specified. Yeah, we're out of blockbusters. Another disadvantage of the U.S., though, is that, yeah, we have uh, different areas with slightly different cultures, and certainly there are places that are worth visiting, but it's not easy to get to. You have to take a flight, and those flights are usually pretty expensive, or or drive a long way. We don't have, we don't have a good rail system, um, and even to drive, it takes a long time. So it, I think that that's a definite disadvantage. Um, you know, up from the Northeast... It's, it's a pretty long way down to the south if you want to go to the south uh, or out to the west. So I think it, I think it's challenging. Yeah, I'd love to see I'd love to see a rail system implemented in the US, like a high-speed rail. That'd be awesome. I definitely think Europe has, again, has that benefit, mostly because they have like this, um, like in the US, for instance, right? Like major centers for population are really just like northeast and like southwest and then you get some like in the southeast and southwest and in the middle you you get less like chicago i guess but in europe like you have like each country has kind of this central travel place like a central travel hub like germany has its capital switzerland and so forth and i think that definitely helps uh in terms of setting up like travel infrastructure yeah and it it just in general is easier to travel around europe like my first trip to Scotland was when I was already in Europe. Um, it was when I was studying abroad in, in in college, and I went to 12 countries while I was there. Um, and then any time I've spent n- not in Europe, if I take a trip to Europe, 
um, you know, just as a just as a one or two week trip, I go to one or two countries. Whereas if you're if you're in Europe for for a couple months, you can go to a bunch of places. Yeah, I remember I went to Germany once, and uh, when I flew there, it was pretty darn easy. But when I flew back, like U.S. Customs checked everything I had. They were like pulling stuff out of my bag, and I was like, oh, "I brought back candy. I'm sorry." U.S. Customs is definitely, I think, on the stricter end, like globally. See, it's funny. I hear people say that, but I've never had an issue. For me, once they see that I'm American, they pretty much just say, okay, they say, oh, did you bring back any anything illegal? And I say, no. And they say, okay, go on. And I say, okay, thanks. Do they ask you about food? Yeah, they ask a few questions, but that's it. Did you bring any food? Because I brought some food. And I well, no, I, yes, I brought food. food. I just lied about it. I said, no, I don't have anything. Oh, like, okay. <laughs> Well, I'm not a dirty, stinking liar, Kenny. So that well, I don't want to deal with being like, okay, sorry, I brought a, a liter and a half of Fanta from Europe. I don't want to deal with it, so I just say no. I hope you're uh, outside of the statute of limitations on that. What's What's more ballsy, Kenny, is if you just open and just drain the the Fanta in front of them and then threw it in the trash, and he said no. <laughs> Why would I do that? I brought it all the way from Europe. <laughs> it's funny because like, I think. Sorry, go ahead, Kenny. Well, I was traveling once uh, with someone who I don't like, uh, and he we were uh, 19 or 20 at the time. So we were of legal drinking age in Europe, but not in the U.S., and he brought back um, alcohol, and we got to, to U.S. Customs, whatever it's called, and the guy was like, oh, do you have any, did you bring back anything, any alcohol or anything? And, and this person I was with said no. And the guy looked at him and he said, are you sure about that? And uh, the person I was traveling with got clearly very nervous and said, yes, I'm sure. Uh, and they were like, okay, you're fine. Go on. So, I mean, it, to me, it was pretty clear that it was a lie. Uh, granted, I, was, I also knew it was a lie. But it, it really just seems like they just want to hear the answer they're supposed to hear. And then they'll let you on through if you're American. Uh, this might be bad advice for me to be giving, but I'm just talking about my experiences. <laughs> Uh, just as an FYI to listeners, do not take any of our experiences as or anecdotes as advice um, or as uh, suggestions for things you should do. We are not an advice podcast yet. This is all, I'm joking. None of this happened. Yeah, none of this happened. We're actually one person doing voices. It, yes, very that's talented. why we never talk over each other. Also, <laughs> if... If I were to have done any of these things, it's not like I, I would have been bringing back anything illegal. It was literally like uh, a liter of soda and maybe some chocolate. All like, right. All nothing, right. We, we can just stop. We don't have to specific items. Nothing illicit. No alcohol. Oh, no drugs, some of no those weaponry. items are definitely listed on the do not bring back list for some countries. What? Candy? Okay. Chocolate. Well, like I said, this is all a goof. It's all a goof. Yes, exactly. None of this was. Uh... Listen, NSA, it was all a goof. Okay. All names, locations, and and tales in this podcast are strictly fictional. Any relation to real-life people, places, or events are a mere coincidence. Thank you. Anyway, my favorite <laughs> vacation I ever went on was uh, this time I, I took a, a cruise, which it's just one of those sort of uh, tropical cruises where most of the fun is on the boat and... Some people might think, oh, man, just being on a boat. But, like, it was awesome. 
the boat was kind of just like a big resort and then you'd be out in the open water and the wind would be going by and there's no mosquitoes because they don't live just out in the open ocean it was it was it was really sick the best part was uh this was when i was like eight by the way my dad said oh you can eat whatever you want because we're on vacation and i ate nothing but uh froyo for for five days <laughs> and then and then we went uh we went on this snorkeling trip at an island and i uh i almost drowned because i had no energy <laughs> and i remember frantically trying to swim back to shore and swallowing like three or four mouthfuls of salt water and then i was i was so thirsty that there'd been like a party earlier that day uh and i I was looking for anything to drink. There's like a half finished like alcoholic beverage, and I was like, "Yep," and I just drank the rest of it. Were you uh, a legal age to drink at that point? No, I was eight. I'm I'm sorry. This was your best vacation. Aside from that, the, the eating the ice cream was amazing, and then the swimming was horrible. But uh, right up until that, that was a really fun time. I've uh, I've never been on a cruise, but I think it sounds like a lot of fun, and I would be very interested in going on one sometime. Except, I really don't like the sun, so I would want to go when it was guaranteed to be cloudy the entire time. That's not gonna happen. See, that's <laughs> unless there's like a hurricane. I might really, not yeah, like a cruise. Cru- cruise ships can thought. actually actively navigate around storms because they typically don't want to be caught in a storm. So, like, typically you won't see a lot of cloudy, cloudy weather weather on a cruise. What if you don't want to navigate around the storm? What if you want to be in the storm? Have you heard of the Titanic? They try they they chose to not navigate around and instead just navigate through something and that didn't end well. Yeah, but that wasn't a storm, that was a hunk of ice, right? I mean it's it comes down to the philosophy of do I go around it or should I go through it and they pick go through it. I think it comes down to iceberg versus storm. I th- <laughs> Both can be equally damaging to a ship. <laughs> But we're trying to go into the storm. We're like storm chasers. Titanic was just more of a victim. Titanic is that is that that sixty five year old guy in a truck who's like, yeah, I can drive through these five feet of water with my truck, and then he tries, and the tr- the truck just floats away. Engine floods. <laughs> it just uh, engine literally never, floods and gets stuck. Actual advice for you listeners out there: never drive through water with your car, even if it's like a foot. Like, just don't do it. It's a bad idea. Because once once that sucker starts floating, you're not going anywhere, man. <laughs> would trucks actually float? I feel like they would sink. Yeah, that's a good question. I feel like they... they f- you don't see floating cars in floods. Yeah, that's a good point. I feel like they get light enough that they don't have traction with the road because they, they do have buoyancy even though they may not be floating. But if you drive a, like, you hear a lot of stories about people who drown in their cars if they drive into, like, a lake or something. Right. That wouldn't be an issue if they floated. No, that's like, true. They do sink. Then I, d- I wonder, maybe it's not that the, I feel like I've seen w- someone drive into water and then the car kind of, like, drifts away. Maybe it's just that the engine dies as soon as it's, like, two feet up. Yeah, you can't flood the engine with water, right? Because that... Because the resistance will uh, stop the pistons from pumping, and then you just won't have any horsepower. Well, I don't think that's the issue. I think it's that needs air. Oh, that too. To burn. There, there's a lot of issues with using an engine underwater with no... Uh, <laughs> no with... one on this podcast knows anything about engines. So 
Speak for yeah, yourself. only one person had the sense to be silent because they knew nothing about engines. <laughs> Speak for yourself. All right, we take it back. I take back the advice about not driving into water. Clearly, I don't know what I'm talking no, about. No, 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 no. Drive, not drive into, into water. water under any drive into lakes. Go for it, guys. I won't tell you whether or not to drive into water. Follow your heart. Follow your dreams. If the water line is below your eyes... I don't see any reason why you can't drive Oh, good God. Because you could see. No, no. No, no. That's not the... No, no. <laughs> Man, it's a real shame because up until today, I really thought that I would love to go on a cruise someday. And it was on the podcast as I was speaking that I realized I probably wouldn't enjoy it because of the sun. Hey, well, if you don't enjoy the sun, that's that's most of it is like, you know, being out with these fancy pools and jacuzzis and whatnot and just soaking up the the rays yeah i like being out on the open water i like boats and i i guess it's not a boat it's a ship i've never really been on a ship but i like boats enough that i feel like i would enjoy that aspect of it but if we're if we're just out in the sun man i don't want that you could go nocturnal and just <gasps> run about the the decks when everyone else is uh asleep. is there no is there no curfew <laughs> i'm pretty sure there's no curfew the places might be shut down like i feel like the pools would wouldn't have lifeguards so i don't know how strict it is i can't remember so what i'm hearing is that there's probably a market for uh nocturnal cruises it doesn't sound like yeah. there's really that yet and i can make that happen there are night activities i think for cruises yeah but i want only night activities all night and then during the day they black out the windows so that we can sleep inside and you're not worried about encountering any like vampires on one of these cruises i'd prefer it that's bold if they can make me a vampire that's a plus if they can't i still get to see a vampire they're probably just gonna eat you not ideal but you know there are worse ways to go Maybe I'll go on a cruise someday. You know, maybe I'll put it on the on the old bucket list. Because it see, I just hate sun. That sounds like a great bottle episode for us. The C team goes on a cruise. Where would we record our, our small cruise rooms? Because they are small on a boat. Uh, no, we'd record on the open deck so that the, the listeners can hear the rambunctiousness and of the other passengers. And, you know, they can hear the ocean winds so that they can vicariously experience the cruise through us that sounds like a really terrible podcast that's that's fine well it's one episode yeah yeah but i mean okay we really can't afford to be losing viewers uh listeners rather we we don't have listeners to lose so if we have one bad episode and we lose half of our listeners I mean, half of zero is zero, but, you know, if we have two. Listeners, let us know uh, if you would like us to do an episode uh, on the cruise. Uh, you can tweet at us at C Team Show. Yeah, we'll actually make a vote. Either we do an episode on a cruise ship, uh, an episode in Yosemite uh, while backpacking, or we do one uh, in Europe while traveling through customs. Uh, whichever one you vote for, we're going to have to do so. There's there's no backing out for you. Please for don't you pick the customs one. I <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, actually I also really don't want the customs one. Uh tweet at us hashtag vote customs. I don't I'm not gonna tell you what the other options are because I want it to be customs. I don't want to do any of these. I was about ready to say I was quitting the podcast, but after hearing that these two don't want to do the customs one, I just want it to be that one now. I'm sorry, you like going through US customs? 
No, no but I don't like Europe's any customs. of I don't like any of your ideas, and so I want you to suffer because of them. Yeah, in general, I don't like any of my ideas either. I was specifically talking about the cruise ship and the Yosemite Park for some reason, and the and of course the customs. It's a that's a terrible idea, absolutely horrible. I'm quitting the podcast. <laughs> Taking a vacation from the podcast, and this is the last episode of VC Team. So with that, we're actually going to wrap up this episode. Thanks, everyone, for listening in. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter as at C-TeamShow, and you can also email us at cteamshow at gmail.com. Let us know topics you want us to talk about. See you all next week. Bye forever. Bye. See ya.